Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oy. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat. Uh. I know that Scott and I started together in Fort Lauderdale. But he's in San Diego, and I'm in New York City. So I think you got confused, Lewis. Why Miami? Uh, I'm not confused about a thing. Oh, you just felt like playing both men. You're moving there with Billy Joel and me. We've got two years left. Maybe that's it. Miami will take on the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Riley's back in the big one. Lakers and Nuggets tonight. I do want to send a couple of quick shout-outs. Tomorrow, quickly, we've got Peter King... Uh, Vicky Palladino, Curtis Sliwa, and Joe Meningo. Me and Joe will work together for the first time in 19 years. Back to my Roots Sports Podcast Friday night live, 7 to 9 at Hackensack Brewery in uh, New Jersey. Kono Corvino listening right now. Hello, Kono and Stephanie listening as well. My uh, last guest of the day, it's been a great show. Sarah Palin, Christopher Maddog, Russo, Bo Deedle, Michael Goodwin, and Vito Posella. My first ever radio partner. Still a huge, huge hit out on the West Coast, San Diego, Los Angeles. And my dear, dear buddy is the great Scott Kaplan. Scott, good morning. How are you, pal? I'm doing really well. Now, by coming on at this moment in time, do I get my picture in the paper as one of Sid's friends? It's so funny you ask that. You'd be surprised. I know this sounds silly, but you'd be surprised how many people texted me yesterday and said, hey, why aren't I in that collage of 18 people? So I've already promised two people they'll be in next month are removed to. You have to come back two. once more. you got to do two in a month, Scott, two in a month. Okay. All right. Who, who are the other two people that wanted in? Monica Crowley, and uh, she is a uh, very, very famous business person. She actually worked in Donald Trump's administration for those four years, and and, uh, and Dwight Gooden, actually. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Both of those people, I think, are, are top 18ers. I don't, I don't know the first person that you spoke to. Uh, I mean, Sydney, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm a top 18 myself. A hundred percent, right? Right. So who? we're going to kick somebody off that page. I'm getting in. All right. Uh, well, any one of the three guys that works with me right now every day, Lou, Justin, and Noam, I'll get rid of Justin. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't get rid of. No, Justin. you like Justin. I know get you rid like of, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of Gnome. Gnome, Gnome's out. Well, yeah. you don't. You don't like Gnome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love Gnome. Okay. I still love the name. Let me tell you something. The guy that may be on his way out, all kidding aside, is Mayor Eric Adams. And I tell you that because I told you yesterday during a private conversation that I had Scott Bayo on the show. Scott's a good buddy of mine. Last week, and he left Los Angeles. And he moved down to Miami because, much like New York City, we've got illegals and homeless all over the place. You guys in California, specifically Los Angeles and San Francisco, you've got the same thing, if not worse. And you can attest to that, Scotty, because you make that trip from San Diego to Los Angeles a couple of times a week, yes? Yeah, I don't know anything about Chachi moving anywhere. But um, (laughs) (laughs) all I can tell you is this, Sid. Um, I'm in downtown L.A., uh, you know, two, three times a week, and it is one of the saddest moments. I mean, when you oh. when you pull into to L.A., to downtown L.A., and by the way, downtown San Diego is not that different, uh, but downtown L.A., you mentioned San Francisco. By the way, I can tell you in my travels with the NFL, Denver, Seattle, 
Sydney, the homeless problem in our country and in major cities, and again, I'm only talking about San Diego and L.A., which is where I live back and forth between these two cities. But when I travel for the NFL season, Seattle, Denver, cities like these, yeah. the homeless problem is just so bad. And I feel yeah. so sad for all these folks because, you know, a lot of it is mental health related. Uh, some of it is uh, our folks that have, you know, left the military, particularly in Southern California, and don't know what to do with themselves. I, it's just a, an incredibly tragic and sad situation. I get to see it every day. Wow. But you'll put all that, side, all that stuff aside tonight because the important thing is LeBron James is back in the conference finals, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe what has happened here. I mean, the Lakers were 2-10. and 10, and, and before the trade deadline, uh, they were a dysfunctional, hot mess, uh, mostly because LeBron had decided – a year earlier that he wanted Russell Westbrook and uh, you know, LeBron is like a, a coach, you know, a coach who believes, give me that problem child. I can fix him. And uh, the Lakers found out they couldn't fix Russell Westbrook, but in getting rid of him, I never would have believed that they could have enhanced their roster enough with personnel or that they would have the time to come together to become a team that could make it all the way to the conference finals. And they have, in my opinion, they, they have shocked at least my world. Um, yeah, they got LeBron James and they've got Anthony Davis, but both of those guys were hurt a lot during the year and are, are, have been hurt a lot the last few years. So pretty shocked that they're here, but now that they're here, it's a great story. No, it is, and the Laker fans are great right there with Nick Bands here at Madison Square Garden. They go nuts out there in Los Angeles. I know Jack Nicholson doesn't feel great these days anymore, but I know he popped up a couple of weeks ago finally, but I know the whole Los Angeles area goes nuts for the Lakers, and you'll be out there tonight before and after the game covering it at the game, Scott. So give us a little bird's-eye view here in New York City of what Los Angeles will look like in a couple of hours. Yeah, well, I mean, this first couple of games, you know, Sid, uh, I think L.A. in particular will be uh, on pins and needles because these first couple of games, obviously, as you know, are in, are Denver. in Denver. right? And then this, and, and then this series will come back. And um, when it gets to a Saturday night in downtown L.A., like yeah. you said, and Knicks fans can understand this because, you know, they take over the garden and they take over the streets outside the garden with some very unrealistic expectations. But the same goes here. I mean, I think that now everybody expects the Lakers to win. I think people look at Denver, and even though Jokic is a two-time MVP, I don't think anybody really looks at them, like, uh, with great respect. Um, it's kind of the way people look at the Jets, right? They're like, oh, well, they're just the Jets. Well, <laughs> they may be a different Jets team with Aaron Rodgers. At least I hope they are. Agreed, yes. Um, but but I think that a lot of people uh, look at the Lakers now, and, and this is my opinion anyway, it's great when Anthony Davis is a beast, and it's great when LeBron James is a rock star. But the best part of this Laker team right now is there are names that many of the people who are listening right now in New York may not necessarily know as, home, uh, as, as you know, everyday names, but Austin Reeves is an undrafted player who two years later is like their number three option. Oh, on he's been team. great. He's been uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a guy like D'Angelo Russell, they traded for, and they got this kid, and he was hurt originally, but he's very smooth. Well, he was he here. a lot early. He was actually in Brooklyn for yeah. a while, D'Angelo. So, yeah, we know him. Yeah. No, they, 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 made, a, they made incredible strides uh, during the yeah. trade deadline, getting a guy like Russell. And you talked about Reeves, a kid they found. I've only got 60 seconds, but I really want to talk about Sided. You sent me a, a great uh, story yesterday in a, in a paper in Pittsburgh. And uh, they use cited without actually using the name 
You've been on this show many times talking about what is really the better Twitter, if you will. Where are you these days with Sided? Well, hey, Sid, you know what? I'll make it really brief because you've always been good to me. Um, and so many times I've come on the, the show and promoted this, this product. Um, it has really taken off now. And, and publishers all around the country and all around the world are bolting on this software and they're using it to make more money for their company, which, as you know, media companies all need to do. Um, they need to collect first-party data because, you know, communicating to their audience is the most important thing. And I could ramble on and on and on. But, yes, it, things are going great, man. It's, it's super exciting right now. And uh, anybody who's listening who happens to be in the publishing industry, cited S-I-D-E-D dot C-O. You can learn all about it. And, gosh, I appreciate that, man. Oh, you got it. It's, it is, uh, it's a great idea. It's a, it gives people an opportunity to kind of go back and forth on any given subject. It could be sports. It could be politics. It could be any debate. Uh, that is for the debating these days. And, and we know this, there's a lot to debate in the country today. Yeah. A lot. And Sydney, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I know you got to go, but I'll leave you on this. The way we say it is this, because um, it's really a polling service now more than anything. You're, here's what we say. You ready, Sid? Yep. OPP. You know what OPP stands for? No. Well, you remember the old song? I do. O-P-P. Are you down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, right. yeah. Right, right. OPP. Ours stands for Our Polls Pay. I like it. So, seriously, I like OPP, it. Our Polls Pay. I like it. I like that. It's true because there's so much stuff out there on social media today, folks out there that are tweeting 97,000 times a day, and uh, they don't get compensated for any of it. Scott site cited, you will get paid for that. Our Polls Pay. Hey, and that's the truth. O-P-P, hey, I love you. Baby. OPP, I love you. Enjoy. Uh, I know it's in Denver, but when it gets back to Los Angeles, enjoy those games, and we'll talk again very soon. Scotty, you the best. I am a top 18. <laughs> yes, you are. Forever and always will be my very first ever radio partner, my friend Scott Kaplan. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.